everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Lisa, your host. And today we have such an exciting show for you. We have in the house the most amazing international burlesque teacher. She's a performer. She's an MC. She's an event manager. She really helps people get in touch, reconnect with their sparkle. In case, in fact, that's the name of her company, Sparkle Force. And to unleash their sexy, it's all about burlesque. So we're going to talk about burlesque and invitation to unleash your potency. And oh, by the way, she splits her time between the United States, New Zealand, and Australia. So you'll be able to catch her in one of those places. So without further ado, the magnificent, the marvelous, the truly amazing Crystal Mischief. Crystal, Hi. I'm so glad to have you in the house. How are you today? <laughs> it's delicious to be here. How's your day going? <laughs> you know what? My day's going pretty fabulously. I'm so excited you agreed to be a guest on this show because from the time that I first met you, I'm like, wow, I got to get to know this woman a lot better. She's so, listen to her talk. As you listen to Crystal, Crystal speak, she has such a saucy sexy, I own it vibe. Go ahead, Crystal, <laughs> speak. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's hard to follow that one up. <laughs> Crystal, one of the things that I think is the most amazing, one of the most amazing things about burlesque is I first heard about it years and years and at least two, maybe three decades ago. And yeah. I had an, an opinion of what burlesque was and they were just strippers, no big deal. Yep. Just, just, that's what it was. And then I began to realize that there was just so much more to burlesque than just that. Can you please educate us? Let us know. <laughs> wow. I first got involved in burlesque 10 years ago when I guess I was having my first midlife crisis, right? Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to top this now? <laughs> but I got involved then and I came for the, to feel better about myself. And I mm. did. And then I stayed for the friendships. And then mm. uh, my world has just exploded since then. And a massive mm. glitter, <laughs> a whole pile of glitter dust. But it is, so the mechanics is stripping. So burlesque is stripping. Mm. And I proudly call myself a stripper yes. because... A 44-year-old fat woman, <laughs> oh no, sorry, 45-year-old fat woman isn't supposed to be traveling the world and making money and having a lot of fun doing this sort of stuff. That's what the 20-year-olds are supposed to do. And I'm like, whatever, <laughs> watch me do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's easy when you're 20 years old and your body's completely hard and toned to be a stripper. Right? And I'm really interested in the conversations, the, the, you said you, you stayed with it for the friends and everything else, because now there is this true invitation to your sex, your sass, your sexiness, your sass, your potency. And that's really what a lot of our listeners are really interested in this rediscovery of their bodies. So can you tell me a little bit about your journey with that? So I, when I, if I look back now on the relationship that I had with my body and myself, it was an incredibly abusive relationship. And if I catch myself hearing things that people say, they'll say something mm -hmm. awful about themselves. And I'm like, that used to be me. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, and it's just a, it's a real it's a lightning bolt to me going mm. and reminding me the the negative self talk used to have. Whereas now I have a rule, and it's every single day, every single minute of the day. If I wouldn't say that to my best friend, then I'm not saying it to myself. Oh. End of story. It is just that whole level of self-kindness and self-compassion that people really struggle with to to show themselves. And I hated my body. I absolutely hated my body. And it was showing up in every single sphere of my life and my money flows and my relationships and my work life and just and my but I was ill all the time. Mm. And yeah, now I'm in the best health I, I've ever been in. Money's flowing. I lead this most magical, delicious life that is full of with these amazing beings. And I'm like, wow, how does it get better than this? It's, it's just every day. Yeah, every day is like a magical day in my world. And I can just be cruising around the house, not doing anything and fat pants and a t-shirt and just enjoying myself. But there's still those moments of magic. Now, I never had that before burlesque. I never had that oh. before. And now it's just this, my, my life is... It's almost like being on stage the whole time. It really is just delicious. I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, gosh, I love hearing that. So you have so many clients. You have clients all over the world. Tell mm -hmm. me, do you have a typical kind of client? What do they come to you for? So the typical kind of client would be a human. <laughs> like that. <laughs> all ages. The mm -hmm. common denominator is that people want to feel better about them. So 10 years ago, I never would have imagined that I was going to be performing on stages in the US. I never would have imagined that I was going to be performing for Tempest Storm, who's a massive burlesque legend in America. Yeah. All of these opportunities I've gotten in, like I never in my wildest dreams imagined that. Now that happens to my students too. Mm. So they'll say to me, oh, hey, Crystal, I'm thinking about applying for this job, but uh, nah, I don't, I don't no, no. And you just see them hunched over and I'm like, hang on, wait on, you've lost that two millimetres, what's going on here? And we have a conversation, we talk it through. They come back a few weeks later or they'll phone me and say, oh my God, guess what, I got that job. And I'm like, yeah, of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> or... I got that $10,000 new, you know, pay rise from changing jobs. I uh -huh. got the house that I wanted. I got, I'm seeing that person that I wanted to start seeing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And I just absolute conviction that it will happen for them. And because I know, because it's, that's how I made those leaps in my world as well. It's funny because it sounds like I never would have put this together before having met you, that it's like the most intensive, most expressive, embodied personal development workshop ever is what this is. What I really like is what I'm hearing is there is an invitation between me and my body, between her and her body, him and his body, between all of us and our bodies. And can you walk us through, like, I don't know, maybe your first times or maybe the first time, all your students in class, the first time, the tittering, the giggling or whatnot, that moment when things just maybe sink in or, you know what mm -hmm. I'm asking? Yeah, totally. What I find amazing and I love so burlesque is the art of anticipation. It's the art of tease. It's the art of seduction. It is the art of 
comedy it's the art of satire it's it's anything and everything Mm. but in order for that to be so potent on stage you've got to be at one with yourself and so when so people come to me thinking that they're learning burlesque and they want to feel a little bit better but I'm weaving through all of these healing modalities in my classes. Mm. So my classes start with breathing exercises and grounding exercises and uh, and just moving through that because these are all of the things that I use before I go on stage, which mm. means that my, my performance can go from just being really smooth to explosive. And that's, that's that real, re- the reveals that you're getting in burlesque. And so when I see students come in, and it, it happens every single time, and I just get so emotional about this because it is, it really is just yeah. amazing. And you'll see, I'll feel that the, the, their nervousness building mm-hmm. and the sort of the week leading up to it. And you're like, oh my gosh. And it, it's at that point that I start to send out the, the pre-course information. So mm-hmm. they get invited into a, a free confidence course that I run so that I know that they've got the tools to begin uh-huh. with. And then then I send them photos of the academy so that they can see where we're going to be, the space that we're going to be in. Mm-hmm. And then I start to feel that that nervous energy dissipate away and, and them really start to connect into this excitement. Mm-hmm. And they come in and there's this little hesitancy when they first come in. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I don't know where to look. I don't where to place myself. I don't know. And it, they're just all of that jittering nerves. And it's about halfway through the breathing um, mm-hmm. that we get to a point and you just see their whole body just take a big mm. breath in and start to relax. And they end up with these smiles on their faces and at that point I'm like yes we've hit the jackpot there goes the serotonin and the dopamine awesome that's what I need (laughs) and then we really start getting into some stuff we start out doing some basic struts some walking and burlesque you've got a whole stage to be able to to get around and you showcase off the 360-ness of yourself so you may have some reveal behind your back which is a piece of costume you want you do you you spend a bit of time playing with your back with the audience and things like that and they're like oh where's she going with this we can just see your back what's she doing but once that first layer comes off then you know that then the reveal is there and then they're like ah i've got it now it's that burlesque is the that making the audience wonder what the fuck you're up to <laughs> oh <laughs> making what burlesque is the the art of making the audience wonder what the fabulousness you're up to <laughs> what the fabulousness you're up to i just love that i can only imagine seeing i think of myself 15 years ago how unconfident i felt in my body and a lot of other people, and I have seen women with the most magnificent bodies who are so uncomfortable with their bodies. And I have seen women who have weighed, who've topped the scales at 300 pounds. So I'm not quite sure what that converts to 140 kilos, kilos or something. And they just completely embody the sass, mm. the, the explosiveness, the sheer deliciousness of their bodies is that been a similar experience that that you have been noticing absolutely and absolutely and I made the connection that mm-hmm. it's nothing to do it's the way that they see themselves so it's all of their internal map 
yeah. of the world. Mm-hmm. And so when that, that internal map may be that they're too fat, but the reality is that they're not at all. And the things that they see as flaws, it's just, we're well, looking at the same body. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> because I'm not seeing it. <laughs> it's just, it's not there for me. I can't see it. And so I find that internal representation really fascinating. Mm -hmm. And so what I've found in the industry is that a lot Mm -hmm. of teachers will teach, particularly in the New Zealand industry, they'll teach a specific routine when they're Mm -hmm. doing their beginners class. Uh Now, I don't do, I avoid doing that because that means that's all my shine coming through in the routine. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the way my body is built is through my experiences and the things my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents all learnt. And that's how my body is built up, which is going to be different to your body. It's going to be different to Dita Von Teese's body. It's going to be different. All of these things is going to be different. So what I teach is I teach the actual moves and then get my students connecting in with how those moves feel. Because if they don't feel good to you, then it's going to come across as awkward and stilted. And you're not going to like that. And it's not going to feel good to you. It's not going to be projected well on the stage either. Mm. So it's... And so, yeah, I, I definitely encourage the students to take the basic move and move how you would move with your injuries with how your body moves its best way and yes just see their faces light up and get it and it's just oh my gosh this is amazing one of my students said to me so we had my first course sorry the night week one of first course since covid like physically in person because i've been teaching online all this time yes and one of the students came back and said to me I didn't realize, I, she said, I feel so elevated today. I didn't realize how much control I actually had over my moods and emotions. And I'm like, girl, you've got 100% control over your moods and emotions. When you turn on inward and you concentrate on you and what's happening in your body and where your body is in the world and where your mind and your, your heart is in the world, then you're able to, you're, you become in such a solid lane for yourself that you're not at the, you're not a tree at the wind of the wind. All of a sudden you can, you can start making real potent decisions and being the best version of yourself. And it's just delicious. That so is sexy. Looking, yeah. Yeah. And I'm so looking forward to seeing her next week because I'm like, there's going to be some massive changes during the week for her. <laughs> So you must recognize then that how one of your humans hold themselves Mm -hmm. the first day of class versus somewhere in the middle and at the end, there must be night and day difference. It it absolutely is. It is, it's not even like the same people. One of my students came to me and it was afterwards that it was, Mm -hmm. it was about mm, three months after the first course she did with me. Uh-huh. She said to me, hey, Crystal, I went lingerie shopping today. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Oh, this is phenomenal. And so I got really excited. And then she dropped the bombshell on me. And she said, yeah, I've been wearing men's underwear all this time. I hated going lingerie shopping. It scared me so much. Oh, wow. Wow. Just like... 
I was you changed by that. her life. For less changed change, her changed life. her life. Changed her husband's life too. Yeah. <laughs> Your husband loves it. It's so funny. I think it was Robert De Niro once said that women would judge themselves for getting naked. That when that men are just grateful. They're not. They're not thinking. Oh, I'm just grateful you're naked. And I, I okay. just love the deliciousness and the sauce. Do you guys hear the sauciness in Crystal's voice? I just love it. It it just so comes through. And that's. That is that sauciness then that we carry. It's that confidence, that courage, that radicalness. It's that invitation to, like you said, your potency, the very best version of yourself. And wow, you get to tune in and tap in and turn that on all the time. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. I just and love there's it. No one, this is all for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for anyone else. Uh, I'm amusing myself. Uh-huh. Then, then I'm happy to share that with the world, but I don't do it for the world. I do it for myself. Did you guys hear that? She said that she does this for herself. I really want to underscore that. I really, I, Crystal, I would love for you to talk about that again. Yeah. Say that again. So that all comes from, and it's, this has been the whole, throughout my whole career, people are like, oh yes, I know exactly what strippers do. I know exactly what fearless <laughs> people do. They take the clothes off. I'm like, unless you live in your clothes for 365 days of the year, you take your clothes off. Well. So you just drop the judgment. All right. But here's the thing is that, um, I'll come up against these judgments and I love these judgments. Yes, Absolutely. It helps refine me as well. Mm-hmm. And it really reminds me to come back to my touchstone that this mm-hmm. is my art. This is my self-expression. And I do this for me to bring the sparkle to my heart. Because mm-hmm. if I can't sparkle, then no one else around me can sparkle. Mm-hmm. And I really, I love that. And it's just, you've, I've, it's that whole thing about putting your own oxygen mask on first. Yes. And I absolutely encourage, particularly mums, to take mm-hmm. that, that one minute or that three minutes at some point in the day when they're just beginning to do this, to do one thing for themselves. Mm-hmm. Because if they, and enjoy that one thing. Because that's how their cup starts to replenish. And that's when they can really start to model that for their children as well. So it's, yeah, it's absolutely critical. And if I'm not feeling the best when I go on stage, Uh that's because I've neglected myself. Mm. And people don't come to a show to see a not a happy stripper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, you're there for the fantasy. You're there for the alternative reality of what this is all about. And I am very lucky now to have my whole life is like that. There is no day where it's not glamorous or mm-hmm. um, fun or sparkly or crazy. <laughs> It's just, and there's lots of laughter in my life, and it's just such I a know blessing. That. I really is. Yes, a lot of laughter in our lives is so important. Little kids laugh every four minutes. Little mm. kids are giggling about something, whereas as adults, if we laugh four times a day, right, it's it's considered standard. So I love the laughter, and I love the fact that you talked about 
And if someone's judging, that doesn't impact you and how you feel about yourself. And you also don't discount her or him because that's just where they are. And it is an invitation. It is an invitation through you enjoying and expressing yourself. It's really an invitation to others to enjoy themselves, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And people will come up to me after shows and say, you're so brave for being up there. And I'm like, I didn't see any lions or tigers up. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not brave at all. <laughs> In fact, I shriek at spiders. I'm up there because I'm up there enjoying myself. I'm not yes. being brave. I'm up there making my art and exploring the different parts that I want to explore in the world as well. And and it's the whole mm. layers of from the costuming to the hair and the makeup to the nails to the tans to the, the backstory to the routine or the one mm. lyric in the song that kicks the whole routine off. And it's oh. just like, boom. Oh, there it is. <laughs> There's that routine. Okay, is that what was coming through? But yeah, I just, I'm... I don't feel brave at all. I'm there having fun and that's the difference. And it's incredible how powerful laughter is in terms of, and fun is, because it's got such a protective factor. So the neurotransmitters that are released when mm-hmm. when you are laughing protect your body for 24 hours afterwards. Whereas oh. stress, yeah, stress will ravage your body straight mm-hmm. away. So you've got that, the more we can laugh as adults, the, the better off we are. <laughs> that and sunscreen are the best anti-aging, <laughs> the best anti-aging ever. I tell people buy sunscreen and laugh. <laughs> buy sunscreen and laugh. You guys heard it here. I love the fact that you, you talked about people come up to you and go, oh, you're so brave. And what that really, from what you told me in the beginning and indeed what we titled, entitled the show, it's that potency, that powerful potency that other people consider brave because perhaps that's the word for them. I love how you just give yourself permission, give yeah. And it's more than permission, is that total acceptance that, hey, I am pre-fabulous babe and I am here to shine and to enjoy myself and share yep, it with you. Now, I wasn't always like this. <laughs> Tell, us. Tell us about that. So I went to my um, high school reunion and it was our 100 year anniversary. So- yeah, for the school. Oh, hundred years for the school. Okay. Yeah, for the school, <laughs> for the school I went to. <laughs> so it's really amazing. You look amazing. Laughter, laughter, and sunblock. So I went there, and it was funny because it was a very, as a very small school. So there was girls who weren't in my peer group, but I still knew them because there was lots of interaction through mm-hmm. the different years, and it was just like I didn't realize it until like when we had the reunion it was just like seeing family again it was delicious but one of the one of my peer group her sister was like I still can't believe this is you Crystal you weren't like this at school you were such a mouse like like you you look fabulous you look amazing (laughs) she just kept saying this to me the whole day (laughs) and I was like yeah, I was just sitting back and watching and <laughs> trying to get my bearings on this. What are we doing this life thing? <laughs> oh, 
Oh gosh, that's just so fabulous. That is so, just so you know, deliciously fabulous. Polar opposites. But that person was always yes. with me, always mm-hmm. wanted to get out. But because I wasn't sure about myself, I was so busy being that tree and being at the effect of the wind mm-hmm. that I was too scared to let her out. And Burlesque helped me reconnect with her and understand that's what the world wants to see. Yeah. You know, the world, the, world doesn't, the world doesn't want to see the, the scared, um, mousy version of me. Right. Uh, yeah. It does a huge service to not only yourself, to everyone, to yeah. let your trueness out. Because really, that's what it was. That potency, just like you said, it was always there. And for all of your clients and all of the yep. women, all of the humans out there, it's always there. There's just been all these stories that we've been indoctrinated with and programming that we've received and you name it, it's happened. And underneath it all, there's this... I, what I really love, because the one that you didn't say these specific words, however, it's been filtered all through it, is there was ever, never any wrongness of you. There was never any wrongness of anybody who's ever in the audience, anybody who ever judges you. There's never any wrongness of any of that. It's just stripping off those layers of that, that those false beliefs and unleashing that true power. Yeah. Unleashing Absolutely. that invitation that is you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think the other side of that is that when I was too scared to go through those onion layers, it, I had a lot of problems and relationships and things like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't communicating because I, I was too scared to be my authentic self and actually have those authentic conversations with myself, but also with others. Whereas now I'm like, eh, <laughs> eh, I'm going to say this anyway. <laughs> And it's really cutting through my own smoke and mirrors and mm-hmm. being and being honest with myself. And because if I'm not honest with myself, I can't be honest with others. And people feel that. Yes. And they and it rubs them up the wrong way. Yeah, it does. It really they does. may not understand why uh, the communication is going that way. They'll come up perhaps with their own definition of that. That we can absolutely not in authenticity. Yeah, and then that will be based on their own stories as well, yeah. and and then you've got this whole set of. Hang on, wait, where did all of that come from? Yeah. <laughs> because I I hadn't seen the backstory to that story, and I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, I can see why you got that information then. <laughs> but um, just coming back to the point that you made about the stories that you tell, we tell each other. When I went from my, now I don't know how this translates in primary school, um, in the US, but so when I went from my primary school to my secondary school, um, yeah, middle school. So when I was 11, I needed two years remedial maths to catch up to the rest of my peer group. Uh Now, so the story I told me and the story that the others reinforced and stuff as well, and I'm fairly sure the the teachers used it in euphemisms. Yes. (laughs) But it was the whole fact that I needed that extra support, so therefore I was dumb. And so I lived that that story. I really did. I lived that story big time. Before Creation Academy and before Burlesque, Mm -hmm. I've gone through and done my undergraduate degree and things and done some study since then as well. Mm -hmm. But before Creation Academy and during COVID, I studied neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was that whole identification of whose story is this really? I went on to, I decided a few weeks back that I was going to go back and study neuroscience. (laughs) 
my whole family is sitting there going, <laughs> you're studying what? <laughs> and I'm like, neuroscience, I love it. It's great fun. And they're like, oh, is that what you call fun? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And so the the story of me being dumb wasn't even my story. That's, and I bet that's true for 100% of the people that have ever heard that about themselves. Right. Dumb or stupid or not smart or yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Absolutely. Too fat, too skinny, too whatever that story is that you've been told. Yeah. Yeah. So, so totally true. And I was able to drop it so quickly. What I also, through these, through my studies though, mm -hmm. as well, what I'm now understanding is the mechanics behind dumb people. It's not dumb people. It's that their body is in stress. Their mind is in stress. Yeah. So what's happening in the body is pulling those resources to your heart, to your lungs, to your big muscles so that you can run away from that bear or that tiger. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden your cognitive ability has no, has no battery power behind it. So you go from being able to take all of this information into just being able to see this because you've got to be focused on getting to that tree to climb up it so that you're out of the yeah, way of the tiger, exactly. right? Life yeah, so that's what's happening. So you, within seven minutes of you perceiving a threat, mm -hmm. you've lost 50% of your IQ. Oh, wow. So there's no dumb people. There's people who are in the world who are stressed on compound stress and compound stress who are making decisions based on this tiny little slither that they can see because their body is so in stress. Wow. And so it's just, they're just making non-quality decisions. That's all. That's all. Oh, Crystal, and I would love to continue this conversation. Finish, finish your thought. Then, if we if we get them, if they if we kick off their parasympathetic nervous system, then mm -hmm. all of a sudden their brilliance start coming through as well. Could you just remind our listeners what the parasympathetic nervous system is? So that's the rest, digest, and procreate. Mm. <laughs> mm, look at all of the couples that are having procreation difficulties. <laughs> Yes. Right. So yeah, the more that you can stimulate, get your heart and your breath rate in the same in the same waves, the yes. better off you are. One way you can do that is by putting on lip gloss. Because Ooh. as you rub your lips and uh -huh. I can't because I've got, you know, stain lip stain on, but as you rub your lips, those cells in your lips are actually start triggering your parasympathetic nervous system. Wow, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. So if you're stressed Put some lip gloss on. It's <laughs> one of my know. favorite things to do. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? And breathing, your meditation, your walks yeah. in nature, exercise, all of those key things. And your IQ will start to go. Whoom, and it's magic. It really, and it doesn't take, it doesn't take long. It really, you can, it can be really quick within a matter of minutes. Ah, I just you absolutely back up love that. Full battery power. Crystal, I, w I could talk to you forever. If some of our audience wanted to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do that? So they can find me on Facebook under Sparkle Force Academy of Burlesque. So you'll see the wee, you'll see the wee branding up there. Or they can go onto my website, which is mm -hmm. sfab.co.nz. So that's S for Sarah, F for Freddie, A for Alpha and B for Bravo.co.nz. Mm -hmm. 
And you'll see see some of the things I do there as well and or find me on Facebook. Fabulous. Fabulous. This has just been just such a great conversation. So I'd like to finish with one question, which is if you could give just one piece of advice, mm. what would it be? It would be to have find those moments in the day where you can make sure your parasympathetic nervous system is is engaged, is awake, is that you're actually in your body because that is just so transformational in your life. You're able to take in more information. You're able to make higher quality decisions and you're able to connect in with yourself as well. Wow. And that is one of the most potent practices I have. It's Yes. Burlesque, an invitation to your potency. We've been talking with the fabulous Crystal Mischief. This is Lisa. So until next time, sparkle on. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. You have fun. You feel empowered. You feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.